technological advancements, developments, Android versus iOS, a world full of high tech. Welcome to the Tech Show with Boy Genius. Welcome everybody to another week of the Not So Tech Tech Show. Yes, with your host Kevin Babel and the Beston. Yes, the first name, last name Beston. I'm telling you, I'm going to ride with that name <laughs> forever. Forever. <laughs> I can. <laughs> it's probably because your, your your surname is probably complex to say. It too, yeah. For it's one of those upon like hearing it the first time, you wouldn't be able to say it again. Seeing it the first time, even yeah. Like, well, like, why is there a W there? <laughs> <laughs> so how are you doing, man? I'm I'm awesome, man. I'm I'm doing awesome. I'm doing lacquer and yourself. Um, I'm good. Just disappointed that someone's going away in this part of the world. Never. Winter is good, man. Winter, winter. I I enjoy winter. I enjoy your cold weather. I'm I'm all for the cold weather, man. It's it's you, you know when you're cold you can warm up. It's 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 now I've realized you something. Warmly. You wouldn't say that if you lived in Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Alaska is like an extreme case. <laughs> Come on, Alaska is an extreme case. I'm not talking about freaking Antarctica. I'm saying a normal, you know, winter. It's colder than usual. You have your cloudy skies. I really do enjoy, you know, your cloudy skies. Your, I think your cooler, if you had to move, weather. if you had to move to Alaska, not only would you overfreeze, but your sleep cycle would be messed up because you know they're in the winter. Yes, their nights are extremely long. Exactly, like they're so. Yo, it's crazy. No, that's true. Like I know in the summer, there are there are there are nights are about four or five hours. Yeah. That's how long a night is there. Yeah. At least it's better than the Arctic or the Antarctic. Yeah, freaking a whole day of sunlight or no, all six months. <laughs> oh yeah, of sunlight. Mistake. I'm mistaking it for the countries when they start getting way yeah. more the up. So there. so like your Alaskas and them that have like four twenty hours of daylight and then yep. four hours of night or about like 18 hours of night yeah and i'm not gonna do the rest of the math yeah six yes. hours of of no. what's this day yeah that would take some getting used to hey eh? like crazy i think that's why they invented the whole daylight saving thing yeah you know like one interesting thing you can do is go watch the time lapse videos of a day in alaska oh yes it's, i have watched it's, those it's the weirdest thing it doesn't get warm <laughs> like i you know, the problem I have with winter is when you can't do anything about you feeling cold. You know, in summer, there's a point where you give up and you're like, it's hot. <sighs> you but get what yeah. I'm saying? Winter! <laughs> what am I going to do? You can't do anything. That's, that's, that's why you dress for, 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 for the weather. You, you, you dress appropriately for the weather. Like, you know, it's, a, it's going to get hot. Um, it's going to get cold. You see the signs. You know, it gets colder, it gets cloudy, you dress up warmly and... Now you're you wearing six layers, you're wearing a tank top, a t-shirt, a long sleeve t-shirt, a wool jersey, <laughs> but then you your are. shirt, then your normal shirt, then a sweater on top of it, plus a jacket, and a, and a trench coat on top of it. So <laughs> like, hell, you're going to move. No, but that's what people do, because it gets that extreme. I've seen you do something uh, like that. The most I've went is like four layers. Four, you've wore the t-shirt, no, two yeah. jerseys, plus a jacket on top of your shirt. That's yeah, five layers. But I was, I was, I was cold. But happy. And you still got sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
we'll see yeah the sickness yeah that's that, that gets people but I, 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 any day I would, I would take the colder weather over the, the like the hot summers. But when it's when it's really hot, I hate how uncomfortable it becomes. So that for me is like my my no no. It gets so uncomfortable and you get sweaty and. I think if you lived in Alaska, you'd love summer. Cause it's an extreme case. You get what I'm saying? That's but an summer extreme is not case. Extreme here. Oh, it gets hot. This like, side it, like, gets, like it if, gets really hot. I guess. Hot. I guess. I guess if you want. The, the 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 equilibrium to this whole um equation yeah if i can put it that way go to the desert extremely hot during the day <laughs> extremely cold at night it's weird like deserts are just something else man yeah yes they get they get like really yeah i it's just ma- move to the kalahari build no the I, ca- I can't do that what am i gonna do during the day <laughs> i'm gonna be so grumpy during the day and burn and Heat stroke and <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> what do people would like? Why would I imagine doing that? Hey, why would I go and live in the desert? No, you just make yourself a, a nocturnal yeah. person. <laughs> uh, just, just. You know, it's it's interesting here about about the human brain that you can program it to actually start working like that. That you start sleeping at certain hours and staying awake in certain hours builds a routine. Yeah, we've seen it with the project that we're working yeah. on because we've been working the weirdest of hours. That is true. And things like that. And you get so used to it. You get yeah. you get used to sleeping for 15 minutes. That then is, yeah. you are wanting to pass out <laughs> and then you open your eyes after 15 minutes and you're like, oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's messed up. Like, I, I remember there was uh, Sunday. Yeah. Um. So I was trying to rest between... In between um, services that we were doing, yeah, and so it's like a two-hour, three-hour thing. I couldn't sleep. I was tired as anything, yeah. But cause my body was so used to being active, yeah, at three o'clock, it didn't want to sleep. So yeah. my brain was still engaged, yeah. So I even remember when I started working. But the problem is also I pumped myself with so much Red Bull. Man. Yeah, yeah. You see, <laughs> my brain would never go to sleep. So you know when you have that half sleep. Yeah, we and like it makes your dream so weird because it you're does. like aware of what's happening. Yeah. So now what happens is reality and your dream become and like, one little and thing. It's, it's the weirdest thing. But I remember the one time as well. I had like I think about thirty minutes of sleep, so I was like really tired the next day, and I decided to take. Uh, it was only this one time, and I never did it again. I took a monster, the big head. <laughs> I drank the whole. It felt so weird. I was tired, but like so. Like, my mind was so awake. I was so alert. But my body is tired. Uh, it was so confusing. I remember I was busy studying for a certification. Yeah. And I um, drank some Red Bull. So I took a power nap. And the alarm went off. <laughs> yeah. And my goodness. You know, your brain is so sharp. <laughs> your brain is sharp. And, and <laughs> everything, your senses. Yeah. I just go, boom. I, like, stand up. My heart is... <laughs> I'm like, I've got such... A shock. I'm like, ah, what the hell is happening yes, to me? Yes. Like, I was shaking because it happened crazy. like twice. That is crazy. I was like, my goodness, this thing even works on you while you're sleeping. Yep. yep. So I wasn't really sleeping. Like, I, I that experience, I never want to experience it again because <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was scary. Yeah. But yeah, since we're talking about seasons, um, well, it depends on which earth theory you believe in. Ah, it's amazing how we have to mention that now. 
Yeah, eh. <laughs> so 21st century, you have to yeah, mention a lot of things. I guess. Um <laughs> No, but I was just making fun of flat earthers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't you just, understand. You just angered <laughs> the flat earth community. <laughs> yeah, look, I'm always open for discussion, but it's like there are a lot of things that make no sense. True. <laughs> that is true. But I'm not gonna get into a flat earth discussion. Yeah, opening a can of worms. Yeah. Um like they still can't explain an eclipse to me. But... <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm like, okay, a simple one, a lunar eclipse. Explain a lunar eclipse. <laughs> a lunar one, not a solar, a lunar eclipse. <laughs> it's not the point. <laughs> it's not the point. Okay. And if circumnavigation is true, why doesn't everyone have the same time? On one side and everyone have the same time yeah, on the other side. It's, it's crazy. They just go in to know the light of the sun is specific radius of that place so that it doesn't hit the other side. And you're like, that doesn't make sense. So there's... Uh, <laughs> anyway. Ah, uh, yeah. But um, the reason why I'm segueing into this is one, one, one place that technology has really taken over is actually space travel. Of course, space travel has been built on technology. A yeah. lot of, a lot of the tech that we have today is cause of space travel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> two people who invent a lot of things: the military and people who want to go to space. Yeah. While the people who wanted to go to space were part of the military. True. <laughs> Always finding a way to militarize. Uh, no, the the military yeah. invented the internet. Exactly. So it was the military that got the first satellite up. Yep. So war, you know, they say necessity is the mother of all invention. Yeah. So is war. That is true. That is actually so true. Yeah. Well, so many things were invented from war times. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. So even like if you think about the airplane. Yeah. Um, there were the the Wright brothers and. The, the other guy's name just slipped out my mind. Yeah. He had the better planes. And, of course, the Wright brothers were fighting a court case, a patent case, with him. So, of course, planes were not really being brought into production yeah. and stuff like that. But Germany was already getting planes. Yeah. So, Germany had already controlled the air. Yeah. So, um, what... What eventually happened is the, the 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 president had to step in and deal with that patent case. Yeah. Because it was hindering them from getting warplanes out. Yeah. So the even planes, planes. Can we put a bomb on this? That is the question. <laughs> can we making something new? Does this okay? Can you strap a bomb on that? <laughs> so so of course. Um, Space tech has taken an interesting turn yeah. because before it was only governments and them who could do it. Yeah. But now you have companies like Blue Origin and SpaceX, and SpaceX that have have their own rockets. But these yeah. things are amazing. They like, like, are. like, I don't think people understand how awesome the Falcon rockets are. Cause craziest the craziest thing cause, ever. Because the Falcon rocket also comprises of the Dragon capsule. Yeah. Because the Dragon capsule is what actually carries the cargo. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yep. the, the Dragon capsule is also designed for re-entry. 
it itself as well. Yeah. So so the so the dilemma was taking things to space was so expensive because a lot of the stuff um would like disintegrate or yeah. wouldn't be usable uh, yeah. after after it it did its entry into space yeah. due to so many things and for it to come back and then it would be destroyed on its landing and, and also those are rockets that have the different stages as yeah. they go up so it would yeah. shed specific loads yeah. as it gets further up yeah so that, one day I, I'll speak about how that invention came about because yeah. Um, it was actually the Russians that had invented the the breaking apart oh. because you couldn't take one rocket up high enough because it was now use up too much fuel. Okay. So of course each stage propels it even yeah. higher. Yeah. But um, what's this with with the with normal rocket technology? Of course, it became very expensive to send things up. So NASA was working on re-entry stuff, but yeah. I think they had a $2 billion budget and they stopped in about 16 months. They yeah. couldn't do it. And SpaceX did it with $200 million. Sure. And what SpaceX discovered is there are parts that you can reuse. You just yeah. have to build it properly because yeah. yeah. the rockets are too expensive. So, of course, they had the Falcon 1 to 8, which were problems. And then the one that was working was the Falcon 9. But yeah. it is amazing. It like actually breaks the sound barrier going up and coming back down. Because yeah. essentially what happens is there, there's a lot of um, computer boxes in there. Yeah. Right? Um, computer modules that control a whole lot of things. And then there's a lot of AI that recalibrates it as it's coming down yeah, for, yeah, for, for re-entry. So yeah. it goes up pretty well like a normal rocket. It, it goes up and it releases the dragon capsule then the 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 re-entry module the part that actually deals with sending items up now comes back so what it does is it um i think it it, it begins to to drop yeah so it, it lowers down the thrust and it begins to drop yeah and so so it starts dropping it starts dropping and what happens is that um, it opens its flaps. Yes. And when it opens its flaps, it breaks the sound barrier. Sure. Just the speed yeah. at which it's moving yeah. when it opens its flaps. So that stabilizes it. And then eventually what happens is that now it starts turning... It, it turns off its rockets at one point And then it blows its rockets in... in so it's moving down, mm. but it blows its rockets in reverse to stabilize it. Oh, so okay. it's like you know like how a plane breaks yeah. a plane breaks by it's it's um the the what's this the engines moving i mean sending the wind opposing the what's this the direction yeah. of the plane yeah, yeah so of course the 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 air resistance there then slows the plane down yeah so then they can then control it because the plane is like pretty fast when it it's landing is, yeah it's like extremely fast and there was one scary landing that I, I I actually had the one time where this guy like lands in an incredible speed. I don't know whether he miscalculated something. <laughs> we just see and the plane bounced. Oh freak! So like, it's it's like I want like I wonder if there's a name for the moment a plane is about to land because there's this silence. Yeah, it sounds like this. That's the plane. Yeah. Literally, 
no baby if babies know not to cry then <laughs> it's tense like it's it's everybody gets sucked into their seats <laughs> it's like quiet quiet yeah. quiet 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 and um <laughs> and basically yeah he came down at full speed but that's how that's how planes yeah. um do their air brakes basically so that's how the falcon the falcon 9 also yeah. does it it blows then the rocket um like it's about to launch but somehow the computer module is telling it to come down yeah so um then there's the falcon heavy oh yes which is three falcon nines <laughs> attached to that's a <laughs> To, to a bigger rocket and that's to carry bigger payloads yeah. and then of course they 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 what's this um they also re-enter but it's interesting to see where it's going because what what it's essentially showed is that the people who are going to design the things to go to other planets yeah. aren't going to be governments true it's going to be the private yeah because the, the biggest sector. the biggest nasa contractor the biggest contractor who sends stuff to the iis yeah is spacex sure and then after is blue origin so yeah. nasa barely sent their own rockets up there because it's cheaper to get these guys to do it yeah. for you yeah then then it is um to then it is to to send your own yeah i was also reading up on uh virgin hey so with their own um they're going to have basically kind of like um, you're going to now have passengers to see. So it's going to be almost like passenger rockets, planes, mm-hmm. let me say, that would take people to space yeah. and back and stuff yeah. like that. So that yeah, they're that's, also that's, looking that's into. what they're building. So they're not too interested in space travel Yeah. in the sense of moving to extraterrestrial planes. Yeah. But what they are more thinking is if we had to build, if you had to build a hotel in space. Yeah we would be your your transportation basically yeah so yeah um but it's 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 very interesting the 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 thing that comes to mind though when i think about these things is like what's happened with the boeing 737 max 8 yeah i heard there was something going on there i hadn't looked into it so so essentially in in a matter of six months yeah there are two crashes oh one from lion air yeah and then the other one from ethiopia yeah. oh i remember the ethiopian and they, one, they were both similar in they were both similar in um the way they they crashed sure and what happened was that um there's this system called is it max yes it's max mm. and what it does is it it's a system to prevent the plane from stalling okay basically um so what happens is um the plane what causes a plane to stall from what i've read is when its nose starts pointing upwards yeah right due to specific things it's no no start pointing upwards there's not enough airflow yeah to the engines and stuff so oh. it will stall and start to nosedive yeah well not nose yeah. not necessarily it will just it won't move in a aerodynamic manner yeah. and it can cause the engines to to stop yeah. basically 
So what happens is that this Mac software has sensors mm. to pick up the nose of how the nose of the thing is. Yeah. So basically what it does is it automatically pushes the nose of the plane down. Yeah. Interesting. Right? Yeah. And then and then it does a it, it does a, a check. Um and then it so it constantly does that. Right? Yeah. So what happened essentially is a training problem. Boeing didn't really so the the sensors failed. Yeah. And there was nothing to alert the pilots that the sensors had oh, failed. Shanks. It was an optional thing yeah. to buy. Sure. So of course the 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 FAA got like pulverized by yeah. by the what's this by the senators. Yeah. The Senate. Uh, but basically they didn't know that the sensors were thing, so they lost control of the plane. Oh wow. So so basically what happened is the the, the sensor the sensor kept on pushing the nose down. They're trying to push it up, but the sensor thinks that it's now pointing upwards. Oh, so no. it's pushing the nose yeah. down and pushing the nose down. Now the thing is there's a switch to turn maps off, yeah. but they didn't know about the switch. Oh no. So they busy trying to and they lost control. There's a switch that disengages it yeah. and uh, the, the pilot gets back control yeah. of the plane. So essentially the plane's just nose sure. nose dives. That is crazy. That so, is that is so, so, crazy. so of course the 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 pilots say that the transition into the seven three seven max eight, the training was just an iPad video. Sure. A 20, 30 minute iPad video because it was supposed to feel natural from the other, the the other things. Oh, so of course, of course, pilots are saying we don't know how to fly this thing now, and yeah. until we're confident, we're not gonna fly seven three seven. But it, it goes to say, if if you if you build things like this, that that human lives are directly involved, it has to be a thing where people are properly trained. I don't think a iPad, 20-minute iPad yeah, video. video. Suffice, eh? Yeah. You know, but even on that, um, there was uh, one I'd also watched uh, some time back, or a couple of years back, actually, where it's kind of something similar, whereby they installed the system into the plane that um, also detects um, kind of its... Uh, whether it's tilted one way or the yeah, other. Yeah. So it was also the whole point of it was to help pilots. So pilots don't constantly yeah. have to be looking at the gates. This thing is handling it for the pilot. Yeah. So now what happened was during the maintenance of the plane, the guy who was uh, maintaining the plane, cleaning yeah. and making sure everything was in. Yeah. So the one of the sensors is on the plane, right? Yeah. So what he did, he, he covered that thing with just normal tape, normal yeah. tape. Covered it with tape so that he could clean the plane yeah. and the sensor doesn't and get. Forgot. And he forgot to remove that little piece of tape. Sure. Now when the uh, when the pilots were flying, though, now in I don't know if it's called cruise mode where it's yeah. just there and yeah, the thing started pilot. tilting, and then they didn't know. I don't yeah. know. It, it's weird how I guess I don't know. Is it when you're high up yeah, or something probably, that you don't it feel depends, it? Or? It depends on the size of the yeah. plane. So the thing was actually started tilting, and then by the time the pilot noticed. Yeah. This thing had almost uh, had almost done a full forty-five degree thing. Oh my god! So now turning it back was a hassle, and yeah. they actually crashed. He couldn't get it to now turn back, because now it was just going. 
because of completely. the sensor. Yeah, and the th- was the thing was it didn't it didn't tell him like hey yeah. dude, we're tilting. But the, could he not switch it off? No, so the sensor was thingy, right? Yeah, so I'm it's telling the thing, the pilot, that the plane is level. Yeah. Actually. So he thinks the plane is level. Yeah. Up until like eventually some warning signs go off and the thing is like going on full forty five yeah. to ninety degrees. So and wait, wait, wait. Were there no switches? So did everyone die in the crash? Yeah, well just yeah, it was a crash and people and people what, didn't make it. Was was What's what? about any switch and all that? I don't remember reading. Who or was seeing the maker of the, the plane? Was uh, it Boeing this was or Airbus? A, um, uh, I just need to refresh my boss. I saw this a couple of years back in one of those. Um, uh, well, what 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 happened? Was either sixty seconds from disaster or oh, what went wrong? Kind of thing. Yeah. So it and it was just that because that means that the checklist wasn't done properly. Actually. Actually, and that's actually what they said. So yeah. when the guy was, um, the guy now who was supposed to do the checklist of the yeah. thing just skipped stuff. Yeah. Basically, he didn't. He done it haphazardly. Actually, yeah. when they when they started doing an investigation, yeah. they saw that the checklist wasn't done. Yeah, the done. checklist because he was gonna pick up the tape. Yes, on that the is sensor. Yeah, but the thing is, the pilot also didn't do the checklist properly because of course the pilot has to sign it off. Yeah, it's the pilot that signs off. So the pilot also sometimes goes around to check. Yeah, that everything is fine. Yeah, even. so. Yeah, it's just interesting and sad because actually these things take like 300 lives in one yeah, shot. Yeah, that is... And it sucks. So I guess it's things to consider as more tech that's going to be working with people or helping people yeah. starts coming out. Yeah. You see, I think I think in this case, you see, the biggest um, bug yeah. in autonomy is people. <laughs> True. Because people behave different to robots. True. So I think the pe- the biggest bug to people is autonomy. Yeah. <laughs> so it's 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 both ways. Yeah, but I think it also now goes into kind of like the thing that's even been going on with the um, with the autonomous cars and all that stuff mm. about how people, of course, the drivers now start going into that form of just being fully reliant on the AI of the car. So they now want to be completely hands off and all that, and they completely rely on it. Mm. So it was also something that was mentioned with the whole tape and the thing. Yeah. Was they were just relying on not this thing is telling us so it must be right. Yeah. So they didn't have that kind of hands on yeah, kind look, of thing. Look, on autopilot, yeah, the cruise mode, the, the pilots don't really, don't really. Uh, was it? Much. Yeah, it it shows that how even how people now adapt to this tech, they just become okay. That means this thing does what it's supposed yeah. to do. Yeah, look, then, it was the look that was more software problem. Yeah, because everything that he looked at yeah. said everything is level. Exactly. So he wasn't looking out the window, and he was probably a transatlantic flight. So yeah. everything looks constant. Yeah. So it, when it was a cloudy kind of thing as yeah. well, actually. Yeah. So it's it's it, it's it's crazy. So I'm thinking in looking into this into the future, I guess we would want anything that's or how I'd see it that we just have uh, like the whole way. If it's something that's going to be dealing with, yeah. for example, driving or whatever, it just has something that can give the person full control, yeah. be it a switch, be it an option, be yeah. it something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was an interesting show I watched um, when I was in Cape Town one yeah. time. It was not. Yeah, it was a Netflix trailer I saw yeah. in Cape Town where these guys were on a plane and turbulence, 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 right? Yeah. And then they then can't lose communication, they lose communication, and then they get back. Yeah. But it's five years after. 
Wait, what? <laughs> they're like thinking they're landing the plane, but they land and they're like, no, the plane had gone missing for five, five years. years. <laughs> what goes through your mind? <laughs> that is a cool show. So, of course, they were stuck in time. Ah, so, I wonder if it's one of those Bermuda Triangle kind of. So, yeah. The question is, Beston, because we've had this discussion many times. <laughs> what is your thought on time travel? Time travel. You know, time travel is a very interesting and broad topic because I I think for it, like, realistic, for you to even allow it, right, I would say we have to ignore a lot of stuff. <laughs> There's a lot of facts and all these things. Um, and also depends on which version of time travel you, you decide to agree with. Because there's there's multiverses, there's um, the one intertwined uh, universe where, like for example, if you go back in time, you create a completely new timeline, or if you go back in time, you already affect the current timeline. So even to accept one of the two, you have to ignore a lot of this okay, stuff. Let's, let's, let's do a basic one. Of, yeah. Hypothetically speaking, time is a is a linear yeah. thing, yeah. right? And you. You you add in a rule of predetermination because yeah. the problem is you can't go in the future to the future if it's not predetermined yeah. unless you're from the past. Exactly. That's why I think that's uh, the so, one time we're having the discussion. I was saying time travel. If we were to allow time travel, I think I just melted travel. my brain. Because, <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. Cause, Excel, cause, yeah, because then. <laughs> but it's for you to allow any sort of time yeah, travel. So, I say both ways gotta go. Yeah, no, what I, yeah. Oh, you see, it's it's what I was saying. You can you can fathom going, going back. Going back. Yes. Going forward can only happen if going forward is predetermined. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm yeah. saying? There's a predetermined action. The only way forward is predetermined if is if you're in the past trying to go forward. Yeah. But then we look at we look at Do you understand what I'm saying? No, I see what you're saying. It's crazy. And one thing I can say into this, like for example, let's look at sleep, for yeah. example. Sleep yeah, sleep. You fall close eyes, you wake up, a certain amount of time has passed. Mm. And things are happened. Is it? We we can't say that it was predetermined what was going to happen was or happened. So I think if it's just some sort of what do you mean? So I'm th- I'm looking now into more like um uh what you, what you call this uh suspended animation now mm-hmm. actually no, as a form of as a form no, of <laughs> but you, forward space time no, travel. No, no, we're no. really looking. No, to if it. you're sleeping ten minutes from now isn't predetermined exactly how are you going to get there ah that's that's an interesting argument you bring there yeah. do you get what i'm saying <laughs> that's what i'm saying if if you see um any sort of time travel yeah it's fundamental uh principle is predetermination yeah a predetermined action must be laid out so of course mathematically how they solve it is is with probability. Yeah. That's why a multiverse theory, quote unquote, exists. Yeah. Because a multiverse is the probability of all your actions need to exist the same with time. the probability of all their outcomes. Yeah. So all you're doing essentially, if you are gonna travel forward, is just moving to a different pro- sort of probability. Yeah. Or redoing that probability again. Yeah. It's why they say. So a scientist say 
it's impossible that the universe is a Googleplex big. Yeah. Now, of course, people who don't know what a Googleplex is, it's basically 10 to the power of 100 to the power of 100. Yeah. So it's 10 with 100 zeros to the power of 100. So it's many zeros. Yeah. <laughs> and and they say it can't be that big because the 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 probability of everything that will, that composes you to come together again to exist is highly probable. Hmm. Interesting. That means that there would have to be something where you where you exist again yeah. in the same reality. Yeah. So 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 of course to think, quote-unquote, of time travel would need to assume predetermination if you're going to move forward. Yeah. Do you understand what yeah. I'm saying? Because if you move backwards and you want to go back to your timeline, you can't go way further than when you, where you came from. Yeah. Because you don't know what's happening exactly, after that. Exactly, that's the That's the predetermined yeah. path. Given that nothing changes exactly. in the past. Yeah, given that you don't mess anything up there. So I remember w- there was an interesting discussion we once had. Yeah. That if I were to flip a coin now yeah. and it lands on a head, yeah. right? And then I go back 30 seconds in time to before I flip the yeah. coin. And I flip it again. Is it going to land on heads again? You see? I said yes. <laughs> Yeah, and what was my that, that what was my response? It was given that it's predetermined. Yeah. Because if you flip a coin, you have a one one to two. Yeah. One over one two, two chance. Yeah. yeah. So you have a one in two chance of getting a hit. Yeah. If you go back in time and you flip a coin, that one in two chance still exists. It's not a, a one in one that I'm going to get a hit. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, that's that's where <laughs> in both I was like, it's already happened, <laughs> and then I went back to just before what had already happened had happened. Yeah, you see, now it's where I say if we have it predetermined that yeah. it's going to be ahead, then it's fine. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah, but if there's no predetermination in yeah. terms of that stuff, then my man, it's still a probability. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> With these things are also intru- uh, time paradoxes are also introduced. Yeah. Oh. Because I remember seeing this one picture, a meme actually, about a a, a, a paradox. Yeah. So it says, um, so one guy, now it shows about this guy. He goes, um, he goes forward in time, five years into the future. Yeah. Five years into the future, he sees um, um, a mass shooting happening yeah. at a mall. Then he goes back five years uh, back to his normal time. Yeah. And he makes a meme about that thing, like at that specific mall when a, sh- a shooting happened. Yeah. Five years later from there, mm. that shooting happened. Yeah. But then the shooter says he saw a meme about it that influenced him to do this. I was like, eh! Like, uh... <laughs> that's it. That's that. That's uh... that's an interesting freaking freaking paradox. Yeah. Eh? No, it's like there, there's many paradoxes. Like, yeah. um, like. How many numbers are there between zero and one? Oh yes, infinity. Uh, infinity. People are like, I oh, know, there's ten. What do you mean there's ten? Zero point one, zero point two, zero point three, zero point yeah. four. Yeah. What about zero point zero one? Yeah. What about zero point zero 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 one? Yeah. What about and zero So before you yeah. get to zero point two, you've already got into uncountable infinity. Yeah. Which yeah. So here's a message from the future, guys. <laughs> <laughs> hope you guys enjoyed the show <laughs> hope you guys enjoyed 
all the nerdy stuff we spoke about, you know where to catch us on, on, on Instagram. It's at ActiveFM777 on Facebook, ActiveFM777. And do you have Instagram? I actually have what have an account, but I don't use it as much as I use all my other uh, what you call this <laughs> all my other social media uh, accounts. So, I only go into Instagram for the memes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, you know where to catch us. Yeah. Um, thank you again for your time. And thank you that you chose Active FM as the radio station to listen to. Just predetermined that you would have chosen yeah, so Active FM. Message from the future. <laughs> you're going to have an awesome day. <laughs> so your hosts, Kevin Babel and... The Beston. Signing out. Thanks a lot. Rapid Trade is passionate about mobility and solutions that make a difference in your business. From mobile sales and sales management to van sales and proof of delivery. For a demo, call Rapid Trade 011-493-9755. Rapid Trade, ahead of the game.